You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Where Sean Levine will step into the cage with Brendan Tobin in Are You Gonna Fight Me? I'm gonna fight your ass. Here on Tapped Out. That's right, fight me like a man. Only on the BetQL Network. You know the rules. I want a good, clean fight. When I tell you to break, I want you to step back up my command and break. Now go back to the corner and come out fighting at the bell. Here we go. Two men fighting each other on your radio. Brendan Tobin, Sports Machine, Sean Levine. If you don't know how the segment works, you're about to find out. Uh, Brendan, you're going to fight me if I tell you. By the way, Mike Tyson, happy birthday. Iron Mike turned 57 wow. years old yesterday, so happy birthday to Mike. Um, that being said, you're going to fight me if I say kind of overrated. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, what is this? What do you mean over, like, as far as, like, all-time greats? Like, Mike Tyson has just got an aura about him like none other. He's this, you know, you think about Mike Tyson, you think about, first of all, one of the most iconic names in boxing, one of the scariest, you know, dudes to ever walk in there. Boxing skill, I actually think, is a little bit underrated. Um, Yeah, man, I hate when people say that. Like, I get it. You know, oh, sorry he wasn't Lennox Lewis. Sorry that he wasn't Muhammad Ali, but... You tell me about a fanfare people wanted to tune in to see the freak show. I love that about Mike Tyson. Not an easy thing to do. You know, you see some of the heavyweights these days uh, try and keep up with him. Uh, he's, he's just, he's an all-time monster, dude. I love Mike Tyson. I feel like I hit a nerve there. Like I said something about like a first cousin of yours. Yeah, and look, these, I'm not. It's one of these cute things people like to throw. Oh, he's overrated. All right, dude. You, you think you, you think you nailed it on the head because Mike Tyson's boxing resume isn't uh isn't up there with uh with Lennox Lewis or Evander Holyfield's very good for you. Well, I mean, it's funny you mentioned Lennox Lewis and Evander Holyfield because he fought those guys a combined three times and he was oh and three versus those guys. I'm not saying I'm just spitting the facts out if you care. And I love Mike Tyson. I think he's a great character and a great boxer. It's just he's not one of the all-time great heavyweights. I mean, to build his way up before the Buster Douglas loss, he was fighting, you know. It was uh, what, Tony Tucker and Alex Stewart and a bunch of dudes. Frank, Frank, look, listen to some of these names that he fought in his career. Frank Bruno, Alex Stewart, Henry Tillman, Carl Williams. The only one you've heard of, Larry Holmes and Michael Spinks, that he actually beat anyway. All right, we move on. Great fighter. Great fighter. And I do enjoy Mike Tyson, like, as no, the you character. You don't get to do that afterwards. You don't get to throw great fighter then after their words. You're like, you, you, you hosed down his career. You said he was overrated. He's just the guy from The Hangover. And now all of a sudden you're going to throw a great fighter on the way at the end of the topic? Let me ask you this. Was Nolan Ryan a great pitcher? Yes, of course. But he was also overrated, right? Was he? Like, what do you mean? Nolan Ryan was. Okay. All right. I feel like I'm taking this train right off the tracks. I want to, let me, let me see what his career ERA was. And I don't think he had Nolan Ryan stats. ERA. You don't care about ERA. 
All right, producer Jake, do some work. Get me some stats on Nolan Ryan. We move on. Sean Strickland fights tonight. Friend of the show. We had a very um, interesting conversation when we had Sean Strickland on. Even though he's a bit of a goofball, you're going to fight me if I say I kind of like him. Oh, 3.2 uh, uh, ERA? Never mind. Never mind. Nolan Ryan, not, not overrated. Bad wow. take. Mike Tyson's still overrated, though. Back to Sean Strickland. You kind of like, like, how can I fight you on your opinion? If you kind of like him, you kind of like him. Uh, I, I would say that Sean Strickland says some wild stuff. He could be very charming in interviews, too. Um, I think there is a little bit of a method, too. He's trying to get people bothered. He's trying to hose people down. Uh, he likes, you know, kind of playing the bully and things like that. But, you know, he's easy ways to disarm him, too, when you're interviewing Sean Strickland. I found his interview that we had with him to be, uh, I mean, I thought he gave thoughtful stuff for, what, the entire 20 minutes that we had him. Um, you know, so, yeah, I can see why, uh, why you were kind of uh, swayed by him. And he was kind of making fun of you a little bit. Not like, not like Sugar Sean O'Malley did. And I always enjoy when people take digs at you, my guy. Israel Bonfim. Back in the octagon tonight, not to be confused with his brother, Gabriel. Uh, we've seen lots of pairs of brothers in the history of the UFC. You're going to fight me if I say the Diaz brothers weren't just my favorite, the most popular, but they were also the best, right? You had the Nagara brothers, you had the Pettis's, you had the Shamrocks, but I think the Diaz brothers, if you want to talk about siblings, the Shevchenkos, but probably the Diaz brothers were the best. You're going to fight me? Um, I mean, like, how much do you get to weigh on it if it's like, like, if I go with Kamara Usman and Muhammad Usman, mm. does Muhammad get to, does he get to ride the coattail? I mean, I guess, uh, Adriana Shevchenko is riding Valentina's coattails very hardly. So, like, because I would say Kamara Usman longer title reign than either Diaz brother, but Diaz brother is obviously the most famous. I mean, like, I don't even think that's a, that's a question. The most famous, uh, siblings that are out there. Speaking of Valentina Shevchenko, Amanda retired a couple of weeks ago, right? Later, gloves down in the octagon. Juliana Pena, not happy. That whole situation was kind of awkward. She's the GOAT. We're going to agree with that. I've asked a couple of our guests, though, who they think is the second best female fighter of all time, and we're yet to get a uniform answer. We've gotten a lot of different answers. You're going to fight me if I say it's Cyborg, the second best female fighter of all time? Uh, it's not a big fight because I definitely think that for me, the reason I wouldn't fight you too hard is when Amanda beat Cyborg, to me, that ended all goat debate. So I think that that just shows her status of it. Not only beat her, but just absolutely thoroughly beat her, you know, just, just completely throttled her. And to me, like, it's so rare in sports when you get something that's undebatable and you couldn't put her in a topic like you're going to fight me. Um, and that for me, when she beat cyborg was just like, okay, arguments over. There are no good arguments anymore about who is number one, all time women's fighter in, in UFC mixed martial arts. It's obviously Amanda Nunes. So, uh, not too big a fight because I do think that's how intimidating Chris cyborg was. I almost wish that cyborg, you know, again, I wish that she kind of had a better relationship with the UFC. So people probably could have gotten to appreciate her a little bit more, but this is a person who was, you know, headlining on CBS against Gina Carano back in the day. Like, that's how long back her uh, her her headlining recognition goes for people. Amanda knocked her out. That was a crazy fight to watch. Although, to your point, kind of feels like Francis, right? Like, she just never – it just wasn't ever smooth sailing for whatever reason. 
from the beginning, right? Like her the relationship with Dana, with the promotion, and then eventually they both ended with very similar press conferences. Like we're out of the Francis business. We're out of the cyborg business. You're right. It's, it's a shame that it worked that way because what could have been? Yeah, and I think it's – I don't know if it – I think the one thing that's tough for Cyborg is I do feel like as a woman, most people thought because of her, her past PED use, I think – I almost feel like she was – we always talk about this, like who gets who gets the pass for using it and who does – she never got the pass for using it. I feel like everybody was like looking at Cyborg and saying, well, the way she looks as a woman, that's not natural. That's obviously something – genetically altered there there's something there that she's putting into her body to look like that and having Whereas, the nickname like, cyborg didn't help yeah, and having the nickname Cy- for sure but i think that you put all that in there you know you're going to get treated i think a little bit more harshly than i don't know an anderson silva has been a john jones has been and you know for for that i think her her legacy is probably tainted in some people's eyes but i'm with you man i mean yeah probably Probably number two all time. Definitely top four, top five. And that's a fair point that you make. Maybe it's not a fair thing to hold against her, right? Compared to all these other athletes that you're talking about. Like, hey, I'll give this person the pass. This person should never go in the Hall of Fame. I don't mind that this person got popped. But it is a fair point to make, and it's a, it's, it's a good one. Um, I got, for the record, I, th- I have Cyborg 2. I think I have JJ, Yoanio Jacek, the Boogie Woman at 3. I'll put Valentina at 4. Give me Whaley at five. Not that you asked, but there's my top five. And certainly Ronda has to be on the list somewhere. Um, I think Zuckerberg and Elon Musk are really going to fight in the UFC. I can't believe it, but I think it's going to happen. And and I think that it's going to happen not at UFC 300. You going to fight me? So you think it's going to happen sooner? Is like Probably 299. Yeah, probably, probably 299. Kind of like a – Because it's too it disrespectful like- to put it at 300. Too, dis- too disrespectful and also not worth it because you're already going to stack a card. If they try to do it 300, what they did at 200. Remember what that was supposed to be. That was supposed to be John Jones in D.C. That was supposed to be Nate and Connor, right? That was supposed to be we eventually got Brock Lesnar back in. Like That was supposed to be this. Everybody was going to be on the card, and then it kind of blew up in our face. I assume that for 300, that's what it's going to be. We're going to get all these huge fights. We're going to get the Hamzad versus uh Usman type fights that we're looking for I don't think that they necessarily need to make more money by putting Zuckerberg versus Elon Musk on that card so put it on 299 and then if it sucks everybody will still buy 300 that's kind of my rationale can I tell you uh I'm already sick of this story like by a lot because you want to talk about a couple of nerds like how lame they are I saw this week I think it was a headline it's we're we're gonna (laughs) fade at the Coliseum like great oh well that's that's what a comforting experience for all the fans out there <laughs> to go sit on stone to watch you two billionaires fight. Oh, let's go fight at the Roman Col- No, dude, you want to know why? Because I'd rather fight in air conditioning, you know, get some beer, and actually enjoy the experience of watching you two terrible fighters who aren't fighters go out there and live a dream. Let's fight at the Coliseum. What's next, dude? Should they, like, like should, should they go to, like, some old school? Like, should they just, why don't we just fight in a cave? Like a couple of cavemen, so they could get that real manly experience fighting the Coliseum. Are you kidding me? Would you be happy if they were fighting in the Coliseum? Those two nerds, pencil pushers, going at it, and then in the second round they release the lions. Oh, that I would like. Yes, very much. I mean, if I could see a couple of uh, 
big cats chase them throughout the that, that would that now you're starting to sway me into this type of thing but i was like fight at the coliseum like what you, you, you take a picture on ig in front of it i don't want to go enjoy an ex, a, a sporting experience in a thing made of stone are you not entertained you act like these guys are going to be fighting each other with like pocket protectors on and everything i agree with you it's not going to be a great fight but it, it is it is funny it's like Two two of the richest men in the on the history of planet Earth going at it in an octagon. I just I'll watch. You're right. It's probably gonna suck. And afterwards uh, I mean, you're gonna text course, me and be like, see, I told you so. Of course it's gonna be, but like I just like uh how many things do we, like it's just as if these guys don't have enough fame as it is already. Now they gotta broach into this thing and say, Oh, who's gonna fight? Oh, Elon's getting trained by George St. Pierre. Meanwhile, George St. Pierre's gotta be think about this, George St. Pierre. One of the purest tacticians of our time. This guy perfected mixed martial arts as good as anybody could perfect it. Think about him wasting his time trying to teach Elon Musk how to beat Mark Zuckerberg, a man who he dwarfs in size. Like, what? What? What, what is this? What? A, what a complete waste of everybody's time. All right. Well, I'm glad that you're entertained by it. Um, Canelo Alvarez. First of all, which Charlo is he fighting? Do we, oh. have, do we have do we have a sign on the dotted line, dude? What's going what? on, dude? He's fighting Jermel Charlo, which is kind of a sort of everybody thought that he was going to fight Jermel Charlo, right? Who uh, had a piece of the uh, the one hundred and sixty championship was going to uh, go up and has been closer to the big weight. Jermel Charlo has been undisputed a couple of times at one hundred and fifty four, and he's fighting him. And I would say Jermel Charlo much better resume than his brother Jamal, who has been kind of on the shelf, not fighting. And so while everybody's going to sit here and say, well, you know, Kenel is kind of picking on a small guy. First of all, they're twins. I don't know if anybody, they're twins. So I think that, th that he'll be okay. Uh, you know, uh, you know, if you're going to argue that uh, he's taking on his brother, they're twins, people. I don't know if you know this. Genetics, very lined up. So Jermel will be okay. I love it. I love the fact that Jermel, I feel like he earned it more. I feel like he has been a guy who's got the better resume. He's got the better wins over his career. Um and it's a good it's a good opponent for Canelo. I'm glad that he's doing this instead of fighting, you know, Bivol. Eh, come on, you don't want to watch him fight Bivol. Be honest, Bivol won. Tip of the cap. Let's get some entertaining fights out here. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna see if you're gonna fight me. Jermel is the better, the more difficult fighter, I would say, for Canelo. And the whole Bivol thing. I mean, the problem would be if and when they do have a rematch, what happens if Bivol pieces him up again? then don't we kind of lose the mirage of Canelo Alvarez? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. 
The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yes and no. I think that everybody is always no, known with Canelo. He has this hole in his game against guys who are great jabbers, guys who can th- – there's there's a path to beat Canelo in a way that there never was with Floyd Mayweather. Like, people always looked at Floyd Mayweather. And we – like, think about Floyd's career. We could look at, like, four rounds, like, over his 50-0 and career. I could say, oh, I remember when Floyd got hit by Shane Mosley. With Canelo, Canelo has controversial decisions against Triple G. He's got controversial wins over Arislandi Lara. Like, there, there's a ton of uh, Canelo Alvarez nights where he did not look like this guy is the best fighter of his generation. Uh, but he's very entertaining. He's very entertaining, and and he has uh, crowd-pleasing styles of fights, and that's why, you know, he's gotten the rub that he has. Question to you. A little overrated? Huh? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not calling him Mike Tyson. By the way, when you're talking about Floyd getting hit in the ring a little bit, a round or two, don't forget who got him a little bit for a minute there. Kansas City's own Victor Ortiz until he didn't and then got cheap shotted. Oh, man, I'm still so upset about that. I can't, I can't believe that happened. That was, wasn't that the same night that Floyd said he would beat up Larry Merchant if he was sure 50 was. years younger? Or Larry said he would beat up Floyd? An all-time great highlight. Brendan Tobin, Sports Machine, Sean Levine with Jake Noaker. Coming up next, we talk a little more fighting and we make a little more money. You're locked into the BetQL Network.